Anchor.fm is the best podcast streaming platform and hosting platform out there on the internet. Everything's free uh, to upload, free to download, free to listen. Uh, They give you an ad right off the rip for you to make sure uh, that you're making some money. Uh, But the big thing, it's free. You can edit it right through the right through the app itself Um, it's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one place Um, but the big thing is you got to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today hi and welcome to comedy and mushroom cult podcast sponsored by great clips you're gonna like the way is that where you got your haircut nope oh i I just feel like they're a believable sponsor that would be a believable sponsor. I think we should do a fake set. So it's Super Bowl Sunday. Um, yeah. We can start with that. Sponsored um, by Tostitos. Ooh, yeah. We need something that like would plausibly do it. Like I want a good, we'll work on it. Like let it sit in the back of your brain. Yeah. Cause one, you already fucked up our intro. We were supposed to do the intro at the same time together. Remember? Oh, yeah. From, from 30 seconds ago when I was like, Hey, let's do the intro together at the same time. And then you were like, and we would talk together at the same time. And I said, yeah, I'll count us in. And then you didn't do it. I got nervous and I have to poop now. Oh, okay. Well, it's fine. That It'll happens. go away. Take the computer in with you. We'll just. No, we'll no, no, just... no. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen too many like Zoom things. Um, but then, but what we should do, we need to think about um, if it's Totino's, if it's Tostitos, if it's Fritos, something that ends with a O's. Um, Cheerios, we need to do a, an ad read and then we will clip that and then we'll put it on the internet so they can see how good we are at reading ads. Um, oh, okay. Like, and then that way maybe they'll sponsor us. Okay. My sponsor is probably not going to be related to the Super Bowl. So far, the only thing I can think of is Pennzoil. I don't know why. Well, no, I mean, it's if anything, we can do the Super Bowl as the ad read because people pay millions of dollars oh. to get their, their commercial on today. Well, I just the NFL to be, didn't... Just like, Pennzoil, is your car thirsty, you dumb bitch? Oh, did it cut out? No, it, it went. I need uh, I need an oil change. I've needed one for about a week, and I still need one. And it's just too goddamn cold to go get one. Yeah, did my... Um, I think I got one like a week and a half ago, actually. I needed one like bad. The guy was like, you needed an oil change. I was like, I'm aware. I just haven't had to drive anywhere. Well, I've had to drive a bunch of places, and also my car has been, like, smashed in on the front end for, like, over a year, and, like, I just, every single time, and I've had to get, like, two oil changes since it's happened, and each time they're like, hey, bud, and I was like, yeah, I like, obviously, I know, like, it's part of my car is hanging off, like, I know, like, just, just change the oil, like, I just don't, I can, I want you to change the oil, I can get money for this at some point. I remember, like, when I was in college, I had a Buick Park Avenue, and I needed an oil change one time, and I was trying to drive home, like, from Dayton to Cleveland, and Pen- or Valvoline wouldn't change my oil, because they're like, you're leaking gasoline, and I was like, it's fine, the car does that, and they're like, it's not fine. Like, yeah, it's a safety hazard, sir. It's a safety violation. <laughs> I was like, well, just don't light any matches. Well, oil is flammable a... too, idiots. Yeah, but gasoline's a lot more flammable, and like oil, like burns where gasoline explodes, and that's where the problem is. All I all I heard is these guys didn't want to accept my challenge. I gave them a chance to conquer greatness, and they said conquer great clips. Conquer great clips. Great clips. Does your hair not look as good as it normally does because it's long? 
Great clips. Yeah, great clips. We'll uh, make your hair shorter. It won't be exactly what you want, but it'll be different than when you walked in here. Great clips. Great clips. You'll ask for a haircut and you'll get something. Yeah, your hair will be cut. Yeah. It won't be even. Uh, it won't like you'll be able to see all the layers of a fade, but it'll only be like seven dollars. Great clips. You'll like have to tilt your head slightly to the left to make your hairline look straight, but that's on you. People will ask you where you got that haircut, but not in a good way. Great clips. Great clips. <laughs> so they know not to go. Like, so I just got my haircut at a place called uh, the Barber Shop. I think it was called or something like that. And there's this uh, thing up here that they have um, barber shops that are all set up the exact same way where like they have like hair washing stations in the booth. Oh, and shit. so like, yeah, like the last two places I've got my haircut, both have had the same setup. And it's like where you guys all like a franchise and the one like decided to go against the grain. But like, so you can't really tell on here, but like this part right here is like way longer than this side over here. And like my boss has been pointing it out every single day. He's like, why haven't you gone back and gotten it fixed? And I was like, look, man, it cost me $20. Like, they were very nice. They they did what I wanted them to do. You couldn't tell unless you were looking that closely yeah. at it. I go to a uh, hair salon called Tomorrow's a Hair Salon. Tomorrow and, uh, is a hair salon. I don't, I don't know if it's like, I think it's Tomorrow's Pause, a hair salon, like as a descriptor, or it's alternatively Tomorrow is a hair salon, and I don't know which. And at this point, I'm like, really don't want to ask them because I've been going for over a year. Time is a square circle, and tomorrow is a hair salon. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, that's a rule. But <laughs> I'm sure we could get them to sponsor us. Oh my god! Yeah, just like give me two dollars off my next haircut. That's uh, uh, on the other on Classy Dinner Podcast. We'll get back to your story, but on Classy Dinner Podcast, I would always shout out Tavern of Stowe or Stowe Tavern. I forget okay. which one it's called. But it's like literally right around the corner from my old house that I lived in. And the one time I went in there and I just like, I would like shout them out on like Facebook and stuff. And the one time I just shouted them out on Facebook and they're like, oh yeah, we saw you and we wanted to make sure that was you. Next time, let us know that it's you and we'll give you a discount. <laughs> like they knew <laughs> that I like shouted them out so that's much. Amazing. And then like I went in there the last time we went in there before we moved. Um, we had the same waitress all the time and like she yeah. ruled and we would like tip her very well. And so we were like, Hey, we just wanted to let you know, like, uh, we aren't going to be coming back anymore, but it's not like, because you guys aren't good. It's because we're moving. And she's like, you're like, it's not because you're good. It's just because it's because you're awful. And just like, no, and that's more. like, we didn't want to like disappear and have them like, cause we were like regulars there. So yeah. we didn't want them to think that we were like, they pissed us off somehow. And so, like, the chick goes, oh, are you still going to do the podcast? And I was like, I'm going to do some sort of podcast. <laughs> like, so they knew about us. So, hey, shout out to Stowe Tavern, uh, or Tavern of Stowe. I forget which one it is. They're back open. Go there and eat some food. <laughs> We're regulars. I don't even know what the name of the bar is, but we went there a ton. <laughs> I I mean, whatever. There's Just go to the one. It's on Fish or It's right off Fish Creek, and uh, there's hey, a free ad read for them. Great food. The, and go to the Winchester. They got... Beer, they got drinks, they got music, they got comedy, they've got bathrooms that are clean. The bathrooms brush. are pretty clean. In that place, yeah. if you would have told me that that place had clean bathrooms, I would have told you you're a liar. But they have that, clean bathrooms. Yeah, it's a big must in Lakewood, honestly. Um, Lakewood is a spot that 
I like going in the bathrooms there, but like I don't like that it's all gender neutral bathrooms. And it's not because I'm against gender neutral gender neutral bathrooms. It's just at some point being in Ohio and especially going to the bathroom in Cleveland, you need a woman in the men's restroom yelling at you uh, to hurry up at some point because there's a line in the women's bathroom and you don't have that when it's gender neutral. That has never happened to me. On it for real. That's never happened to you. I mean, there was like one time I think maybe I don't know if it was the Winches or or some other bar or I think it was McGinty's. There was like a line for the women's room, and some girl came in the men's room and I was like using the urinal. I just went no 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 no, and then she just went in the stall and I was like okay. Yeah, like I was at a like the most memorable one. Yeah, it's always like, and that's you don't get that weird moment when it's all gender neutral because you're like all right whatever, but like. And I it's, still feel like like I was in the correct bathroom, and I still felt like the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's it's very she weird. Came into my zone. Yeah, it's an important thing to happen because we were she at a bar crawl. Into my do- she stepped into my dojo. Yeah, like, and hey, the- lady, do they have wall toilets in your bathroom? No, yeah. beat it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to say the word "beat it" either because contextually. Well, that's like we were at a bar crawl and there was like obviously like because the women's restroom, there's always a line because it just takes women eight years to pee because they have to like sit and take their pants off. And like these chicks like just bolted into the men's restroom like there was a little bit of a line because it's a bar crawl. So like they cut in front of them and like you get in there and they're like, hurry up, we have to pee. It's like this isn't even your bathroom, dude. Like you can't you guys have to wait in your line. So, like, what's crazy, this is, like, like I think the last week of college for me. Um, this guy that I went to school with, he was, like, friends with one of my good, he was, like, one of my good friends' boyfriend, okay? So, I, like, loosely, like, kind of knew this guy. Okay. And we were at a bar, and, the, and it was the opposite. The men's room had, like, a massive line, and the women's room didn't. And he was, like, blasted. So, he's, like, I'm just going to go use the women's room. And he, like, went in there, and immediately, like, a bouncer went in after him. But, like... The bouncer like knocked on the stall door. My this dude comes out and the bouncer just like grabs him by the throat and like choke slams him onto the ground. And his head like bounces off the ground. And I was like, oh fuck, this like guy's gonna kill him. So I went in there and was like, touched the bouncer on the shoulder and was like, hey, can I just take him out of here and go? And I like wasn't paying attention. Another bouncer came up behind me and just like bounced my head off the wall. And I was that like, I'm pretty like sure a... I had a concussion for my last final. <laughs> Yeah, that seems like it doesn't need to happen, you know? Like it's Yeah, and we they, got like they they tried to like throw us actually out of the bar and I like didn't fall cuz I was pretty sober, but this other guy just like landed directly on his face. And I I've, was like they just like killed a guy. <laughs> yeah, we've done like I mean, I've gone into the women's bathroom to like pee and stuff a million times. Like, oh, what's the spot that um Cheese and Chong's is at now? The matinee. I've gone oh, into matinee, the, yeah. the the women's bathroom at the matinee like a handful of times because i had to go number two and like the men's bathroom at the matinee yeah there's no door and like you just like there's no toilet paper in there which apparently like you're just more likely to do heroin if you're a man in like the men's restroom at the matinee and so i was just like well i just gotta have to hang out in the women's the stall in the men's room in the matinee doesn't even have a door because i think i had to to use a bathroom there one time i went to chipotle yeah, I tried to go to Chipotle, but it was like COVID times, so it was like I, I still went to Chipotle. It was COVID oh, did times you? for me too. Yeah, I was oh. like, nothing will stop me. I just felt like I was like, whatever, man, we're gonna make this work. It's gonna happen. It'll be fine. And then like well, I, it was awkward. Yeah. And they had like that shitty bar 
toilet paper. I when I went to Chipotle, I did that thing where like I was like, I'm not gonna make eye contact with anyone. I'm gonna look directly at the bathroom. I'm gonna beeline it, and people working there will know not to to like say anything. You know what I mean? I was like, if you're confident enough, you can use it. Yeah, you just if you're confident. <laughs> it's like anything else in this world. If you're confident enough, nobody's gonna ask questions. Yeah. That's what like you have to like. It's just so it's... funny that like the the biggest like confidence moment I had this year was trying to use a bathroom in a Chipotle. <laughs> it's like when you're <laughs> shoplifting like... and you're in college or something, and you're just like, you have to believe you have to believe that you paid for whatever you're stealing. So like when somebody yeah. stops you and you're like, oh yeah, I definitely already paid for this. Like you just have to like, it has to be convincing. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm like that person where I'll pay for it and I'll have the receipt. And then when you're walking out the door, if there's somebody standing there like checking receipts, I'll be like, I have it. Would you like to check and like annoy them? They're like, obviously mm. you're fine. Yeah. Like at Walmart, Best Buy yeah. where they would, where yeah. they used to check every single receipt. That was so. It was so annoying, especially because like if you were at the first register, you'd turn around and the guys at the door, and he'd still be like, "I need to see it." I'm like, "How did you not notice me walk from like two feet away?" Or is you it Sam's I mean? Club or Costco where they'll like go through your entire cart and like mark off? Is it Sam's Club? They'll yeah. like mark on the receipt to make sure that like you paid You're for good. everything. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool. Like whoever's membership I'm stealing to shop here pays a hundred dollars a year. Like I'm sure that covers at least part yeah. of maybe a ranch packet I might get for free. And it's so insane because I'm like, I just got like 120 muffins for four dollars, and you're worried about <laughs> me paying for it. <laughs> so Jimmy, my college roommate, he his mom went to Sam's Club once and bought like remember like when um Gillette like uh razors like when those were like the the three or four razor with like the cooling strip oh, yeah, or whatever the, when they were the best a man can get yes so like it's yeah. and but like they were like a million dollars and we were like 18 or 19 so like we shaved because we couldn't grow real beards or anything like that so we had to shave so we didn't look ridiculous Dude, and, my, da- um, my dad was like buying me the disposable big razors because he's like you don't have enough facial hair for like a oh, my face was always like sensitive if I didn't use like good razors. Same. Um, my dad was just so like, like if I used Dollar Shave, like Dollar Shave Club didn't exist, and those ones were fine. But yeah. um, like his mom went and bought like a like an eighty pack of those razors or whatever. It was like eighty of those uh, razors for like fifty bucks or something like that. Like so, it was like cheap compared to what it usually is. And then by the time he went to like use it, he got them out and they were all rusted. Like, so she bought a whole package of rusted oh. razors. I would have respected it so much more if she was like, we're using them. There's no returns. Use the razors. Well, that was like, um, I saw Sternick tweeted uh, that like his yeah. boss bought him like a single blade or something. And made yeah, he say. talked to me on the phone about it. Yeah, he like sh- shredded his face apparently. Yeah, we had to do at a grocery store that I worked at when I was in high school. That was like, if you came in with any stubble, like the owner would like make one, make you buy like razors from the store, or you would have to use uh, like the single blade Bic ones, like the plastic shitty ones that they use at tattoo studios. And like, you would have to use that to like shave your face if you didn't want to buy razors. And it was like, yeah. And it was just like, all right, well, I just guess I'm going to shave my face. so, like, the grossest thing that I think I've ever had to shave with is, like, in high school, there was a, like, you had to be clean shaven in high school. And I like barely grew facial hair anyways. Um, but if you weren't, they could make you shave if it was, like, your second morning or something, two days in a row. And it was, like, a community razor. 
Ew. Which was so suspect to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you and get, like, like you... hepatitis, dude. Yeah, like, if you cut yourself, you're dead. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I had to shave with that, and I was, it was so gross. And that's, like, that's... I'm glad that, like, I went to public schools where, like, as long as you're not, like, doing drugs in the hallway, they'll, like, let you kind of get away with everything. That's my literally first attention ever was I wore a Led Zeppelin t-shirt. And it was the one with the old man holding, like, a light. It wasn't even, like, the bad, like, and they were, like, it's the devil's music. And I got, I got a detention one, and then I had to wear it inside out the rest of the day, which is not a good look for a freshman in high school. Somebody had to do that. Yeah, in junior high, somebody, I mean, there were, like, limits to what you would wear, and, like, somebody wore the Hooters, like, wore a Hooters t-shirt, and it was, like, before I realized that, like, the owl's eyes in the O were, like, nipples, and I was, like, what, like, that's their brand, like, he's just wearing a brand t-shirt, <laughs> and then you see it, and you're, like, well, fuck. That's How much so money have you, what if his oh. parents own a Hooters? Like, what if that's his family business? So you're saying, like, exactly. you can't, you know? But I mean, you also probably shouldn't um, have kids if you own Hooters. Oh, well, that's Is that a where stance. you were going? No, oh. I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you shouldn't be advertising to the other children in the, in the junior high, like your 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 guerrilla marketing <laughs> is to throw a T-shirt on your kids. kid. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do with but, Harrison anyways, is have him buy all my merch and then go around Cleveland and have 30 people text me that they saw Harrison wearing my <laughs> sweatshirt. In fairness, I think going to Hooters when you're in high school is the equivalent of going to a strip club as an adult. I went to, I mean, Hooters so. is fine. Like, whatever. Do you remember um, when, did they, uh, the Brick House? Was there a Brick House up in Cleveland? Like a house made out of bricks, or is that like a chain or something? The uh, the restaurant was called Brick House, and like it's no. in um, Chapel Hill, like outside of Cuyahoga Falls. And when it first came out, it was like a Hooters. Like, um, what's the one spot downtown um, that they wear like the skirts and stuff? It's like it's a bar right downtown. It's right over by the casino. Wahlburgers. No, it's um. Maybe? No, it's like a bar where they all like dress like. Oh oh oh! Uh, uh, they closed. Did they? Um yeah. Um, what's the name of them? Yeah, they closed. Like I think they they closed that bar. The Ontario was right next to it. That was like my favorite bar downtown Cleveland, and they closed that. Well, the food um, at that place, I forget what it was called, but it was like the same place. Yeah, so, the like, Tilted Kill. The Tilted Kill. That's it. So, like, Brick House was like the same thing, but it was supposed to be like more classy, but like it was just like chicks with like their shirts unbuttoned all the way. But then they like stopped that. And then it like actually became like a really good restaurant with like that was like classed up and stuff. So, like, they like rebranded mm-hmm. halfway through. And it still had that weird stigma to it because it was Brick House. Like, she's a Brick House. Like, she's got big boobs. Oh, like, like, that's this... the name of the thing. Yeah. So, and then you. Which would be a great would... national anthem, by the way. Great national anthem. Not as good as. Um, I'm really on this. We should make Trap Queen. Uh, <laughs> 1738. <laughs> 1738. Like, and we need to, like, post date the Declaration of Independence to 1738. Like, we can just change it. It doesn't matter. We can change the yeah. rule. They were in so, America at that point. YOLO. 
Yeah, we were there. But, like, imagine we're at the Olympics. Uh, Michael Phelps comes out of retirement or something because he's the only Olympic guy I know. Okay, he's, he's the only, the Olympian only Olympic guy you know. I LeBron mean, there's James isn't in the Olympics. Well, yeah, but that doesn't. He's a, he is a pro basketball player. He's not an Olympian. I mean, he won a like, gold. That's medal. not his whole job. What's her name? Gabby Douglas. Like, okay, she just wins. Uh, she just wins gymnastics. They're all standing there on the podium. Oh, who, what's and, the, who's the girl that like won all of the gymnastics last time? I think that's, that's Gabby Simone Douglas. No, oh, that Simone. one. Yeah. yeah. And she's just standing there, and then you just hear, I said, hey, what's up? Hello. Like, echo through <laughs> the whole thing. Tell me you don't get chills. Everybody's dancing. It's gonna. It's the best. It's only funny to me if they play, like, another, like, O Canada before that. Yeah. Like, Canada comes a second. They play O Canada. Everybody's got their hands on their heart or whatever you do in Canada. Holding. Yeah. And then, like, it's quiet for a second. And then you just hear, 1738. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it like wouldn't that be so great like you're just like everybody's dancing you play the whole song you don't even just like you don't cut it down though if people still react like if people still do the hands on their heart and take off their hats and don't dance i think it's way funnier if that's national Dude, anthem like if there's like, like a 60 some year old yeah like there's like some 60 year old war vet who's got like a tear going down his eye because he thinks the song's beautiful <laughs> Yeah, that's what I want. But like, it's the best like of both worlds. A dad's smacking his kid's hat off to show some respect, <laughs> and nobody's kneeling because like you yeah. have to dance to that song. Like it's <laughs> at least I think it solves all the um, problems. It solves all. It brings America together. Yeah, and Fetty Wap. It solves rules. all the problems. I don't think it solves any problems. If anything, I think it would make it worse. But <laughs> I do love that song as a national anthem. Yeah, how would it make it worse? So it, I think it solves all the problems. It's a bop. Every time I think America's going to get better, it just doubles down. I mean, if awful. if we change the names to that song or change the national anthem to that song, a bunch of people are just going to straight up off themselves. Like Parlor will like go downhill. Like they'll all just like die. So then everything will. Well, essentially, it's addition by subtraction. I think it'll be okay. Uh, 1738. Hey, well, I went, when I went on like spring break after college, like like the one right when we graduated, I went on spring break, and that was like the song that was popular oh, at the sure. time. And so every like, there was a pool deck where they were playing music, like every fourth song, they were like, have you guys heard Trap Queen yet? And everybody was like drinking. So they'd be like, no, and they'd play it. But it was just like, I'd never heard that song before that weekend, and by the time I left, it was the only song I knew. It was like Panda. Remember when uh, oh, Future came out with Panda, dude? Like it I shut the world too. down. Oh, it's a good song. I we played like... it at my cousin's wedding. Like I really <laughs> I, I, it, <laughs> did. You play I it personally? Like you're like I'd like to uh, sing a good song for a friend. Yeah, I mean, I went up to the because uh, like my whole family's white, and we married another uh, super white family, and uh, so I walked up to the DJ and I was like, "Hey, man, do you have Panda yet?" And he's like, "Do you think people are gonna dance to this?" And I was like, "Probably not, but I will." And he's like, "That's enough for me," and it was hilarious because everybody, everybody hated it. <laughs> everybody except you. Yeah, it was it was bad, bad news. That's my favorite thing too, when it's like something you love and other people hate it and it makes you love it more. 
like when they it's don't like, like what it. we were talking about like today it's just like be it or not today this week when we were like texting and you're just like why does it make everybody so mad when you're just trying to be happy and it's like i don't know man i was hammered drunk my cousin just got married i want to listen to panda it's the bop of the summer let's go and let's have a good time everybody else got twist and shout for the last 45 minutes let me have fun like it, it just for for five minutes let Dude. me have my moment let's do it, this people that like let their dreams die or like goals or just ambitions or whatever and then get mad when you have them that's just insane to me you know what i mean yeah but i I, just... I also caught myself doing that with like um i mean i don't think he would be mad if i talked about it but like jordan ewell was talking about moving to chicago soon and all this stuff like when i was back home yeah. it's like why are you gonna move to chicago like it's a pointless place to move especially right now they're not doing just any like, shows right now they're like, not doing I any shows saw one of my friends this weekend and she was like it's dead it's dead dead and i didn't like handle it the best way like i was being kind of shitty about it where i was like it's pointless everybody who moves to chicago either like moves back home he's the nicest person oh yeah he even said something he's like why are you shitting on my dreams and after a while i was like i'm kind of yeah you're you're not wrong like i i just kind of came at this with like a bad attitude about it and uh yeah and so he like he's like a person that wouldn't even fight back you'd like shit on his dream and you'd just be like oh why are you doing this to me (laughs) no he even like he even the he even popped back at me a little bit and it was i mean i think our relationship grew from that moment because he was like (laughs) because i was being shitty a little bit he was being shitty a little bit and then we were both like yeah i think we both just like went into this a little too hot about caring (laughs) like because it just doesn't matter the last time I talked to him is he posted like a playlist that was like all of the songs from musicals that he liked, but the playlist is like seven days long or something absurd. And I was like, is this just all of the musicals? And he's like, I left out too. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Can we talk, is it, is it removed enough to say that, that we don't have to like Hamilton? Is that, is it soon? Is it far enough away from Hamilton to say that I, I was underwhelmed by Hamilton? Or well, here's, can the, I get the, here's how I feel about that is I just don't like musicals, period. And people get really like upset when I say that because I don't know. I hate musicals. I can't do it. Just say what I you want I like say. some musicals, it. like Hairspray Rules. I liked that no. one a lot. No, I um, Really? I like, can't hate do it musicals. is strong. No, I know. Um, I like I accidentally saw like once a year I'll go with to a play with my mom to make her happy. And last time we went, we saw a musical. I thought it was a play. It turned out to be a musical by like the intermission. I just wanted to like kill myself. It's though I hate musicals. Just say the words. Yeah, I also, I did. um, Either see a band or see a play. I don't want both. It's like when somebody comes up and does um, like, like songs, like they do, um, like on stage when they'll do what's the parody songs like when they come Uh, up and do parody songs like write a joke or write a funny song don't do halfway like that always drives me nuts don't the only thing like the only person that can realistically do that in my mind is weird al because he built an entire career off of it yeah or like just but also just do like write a funny song there's nothing wrong with writing a funny song i'm fine with writing with people doing music i love flight of the concords love Stephen lynch yeah and like the other one the uh the i'm on a boat people that song rules yeah Yeah, like they that's great they had their time at their peak 
Tenacious D is great. Just Jack yeah. Black, period. But yeah. like, also don't. But just don't like somebody did that and wrote like a shitty Beatles parody. And I was, and I went up on stage and I was like, it was probably I wasn't very nice, but it was like he was not good. Like he just wrote a shitty Beatles parody. So I went up there and I was like, hey man, because uh, he like lashed out on the crowd for not liking it, and it was at like the was old Stone what, Tavern. Like- Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So okay. it was like a while ago. So I like went up and I was like, hey man, people just don't like halfway learned songs and halfway written parody songs. That's all it is. Like, I, I've, <laughs> been, I've been at a show where the crowd was like primarily older, like white people for the most part. And somebody did like a song parody of some Pink Floyd song, I think. And they changed the lyrics to relate to older people and it murdered. And it was like one of those things that like made me lose faith in audiences. I was like, okay, so you don't know what's actually good. You know what I mean? That's true. But that's also like, you know, that that's actually not good because like, it's, it's one of those, like I just did um, the open mic up at uh, Skyline on Wednesday and it was like all it. comedians, like it was all comedians. Oh, you just, no, you just brag about it. Yeah. All comedians. We get it. You just, it's the same show that you do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it was all comedians but then there was like at least i'm not doing crowd work on uh oh but, good. <laughs> crowd work crowd work means you don't have material joe um but like it was all comedians and then like two tables of not comedians and like i had the and it was like a guy and his wife or girlfriend and then like some other single dude. those tables and I had like the chick who was at the table, I had her cackling, but it was like dead silent everywhere else. And I was like, okay, so this is like, this is actually funny. Like I've got like, yeah. the, it's not funny to comedians. I'm not trying to make them laugh. Like I'm trying to like do a new, like it was new jokes too. So I was like trying to work it out and trying to get it into like some sort of like, just say it out loud. And it was like, okay, I got like the people who I want to laugh at this yeah. to laugh at it. And it's like the same thing with like doing your parody songs. Like if that guy does 45 and older white people crowds, like maybe he's he just found that that's what he gets. His, he like gets his audience though. So you can't yeah. blame him. Like if it works, it works. Yeah. And there's like this one guy, his name's Rob Brackenridge. He's like a Wisconsin, like God, he's, he's just like one of those like old timey guys. He's like the Mike Conley of Wisconsin. Okay. Like just like the like the locals love him, and he goes up on like an open mic stage and like does like he's like very like big and act outy and like what like regular white people crowds love like and he just like it it bombed because he's at an open mic but you know um, in a full room of like his crowd yeah. it's murder like and you just see it and you're like oh this is a murder joke like this joke is a straight murder joke that he could close on with a regular crowd but I'm not trying to watch it. Like, I can do that joke. That's why I don't find it funny. <laughs> like, it's, like, I well, could have come did, up with that. Like, I did a show Friday. Uh, at the, it's like Brandon Petrie and John Brown show at the Grindstone. And I did that Herbie joke for the first time in, like, probably, like, four or five months. And I'm like, that's what I want to do jokes about. I want to talk about shitty movies that make me happy. Yeah, that's what I And when and you I mean, explain them to people, they haven't seen it. And they're like, is that movie even real? Like, you can see people being like, he's making this up. Like, this is just a factual recollection. Well, and that's what, like, I I mean, I was writing so many jokes to, like, 
And again, it was like what we were kind of texting about. It was like, I'm going to write jokes that I think are funny. Cause like at this point, yeah. I know what's, I know what's funny. Like I know it's funny to me. Like I'm going to write something that I think is funny. I think I have a pretty good pulse on what's actually funny. Um, maybe it's not funny to that crowd or like that specific booker, but I'm going to write something that I think is funny because I, I think I know what's pretty funny and I'm going to go up and I'm going to tell it. And then like 30 to 40% of the crowd is going to think that it's great. Some people are going to laugh because other people are laughing and like enough people are just going to hate it. And it's like, whatever, like I'm the one who has to do this dumb shit in and out like every single time. Like, why not be, why not be funny and like not worry about like, the like the booker who's booking for like some shitty bar gig in Oshkosh like cool so, like you know it's like, like great that's money and that's how you work yeah. your way up but like whatever I have to live with myself so why not write something I like doing you know what I was kind of thinking about this week too like this is like a weird like sciencey thought I don't know that's not maybe not the right word but like what percentage of the audience do you need to like if you have a full room of like 50 people let's say like what mm-hmm. percentage of the room do you need to make laugh so then, like other people, just start laughing by extension, so they don't look like the ones that aren't laughing. Like, do you ever? Well, I like... think it's it's just more than people who would like talk. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like, where if you're doing, like I did it once. It was the co-feature contest against um, I forget what his name is, but like he it. went up, huh? So brag, I was like, oh, brag about it, name drop. You just did it last week. Like all these things, all these things that you are currently doing, I'm just bringing up that I did them like a year before you. Like that just means that I've stagnated and you're growing. Brag, like, brag about it. Yeah, like brag that you've been doing this long enough that you stagnated. But uh, I love, you know, I love uh, that. I love that you said I did it with whatever his name is, and I was like a oh, sweet name drop, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was Kevin Ross. Like, and so like, okay, brag about it, whatever. Dude. Yeah. So it was like, I like any other crowd, I would have just like destroyed. And this crowd just like was not having it. And they liked like older white people jokes. And he fucking crushed this crowd. And then, but like, there was a table of like younger people who like, if there was maybe eight to 10 of them, and there were like 30 or 40 people in there. And it was like, un- like, they loved it. And it was like, yeah. okay, this is who I'm going for. So you're like, yeah, he might have crushed the whole crowd of 40 plus white people, but I'm not going, like, that crowd is not who I'm going to be. Like, I want people, and I've had, like, uh, like this lady who follows me on Instagram, she's like a fan, I would guess. And she, like, brought her kids to shows. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, she brought her kids to a show. Do you have an actual fan and you still air quote it? You're like, she's, I, I, have... I guess, a fan. She yeah, likes all like my her... stuff and she comes to my shows, but I guess she's She doesn't, she came, whatever. But, like, her kids <laughs> were, like, she came up to me with her kids and they're, like, and she goes, you were their Find favorite tonight. Yeah, and I was, like, great. How old are your kids? And she's, like, 18 and 17. And I was, like, perfect. And I was, but then afterwards I was, like, oh. But, like, if, like, if for some reason I get, like, good at this and big, like, you want somebody who's 10 years yeah. younger than you. Because then they're going to yeah. be spending money on you more. So, I don't know. It's always, like, that weird, like, I'm not trying to be middle-class white people funny all the time. But they're the people with the money. Yeah. I mean, like, anytime, like, so, like, when you do a room, I like it when you have, like, a mixed demographic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I like it, like, if you're, like, if I'm going for, like, younger people, generally. 
I like it like when they laugh hard at my jokes, but if there's some older people mixed in, I still want to see them at least like laughing a bit, you know? Like I'm like, if yeah. it can hit, if it can hit across the board, it, maybe it doesn't hit as hard for some people, but if it can hit across the board, I'm pretty happy. Well, that's almost like that's how um, you get like famous and on Netflix is hitting those like across the board kind of deals, but also yeah, like but even even Netflix sometimes will like I feel like there's some specials where I'm like, I don't know, you kind of missed on this one. I think they just like are throwing 50 darts at the board trying to get one bullseye. Well, and I think it's almost because I've been thinking about it is like if you can get and I saw like there's this um account on Instagram like Gary V kind of owns it. it's called 137 um and they were like like twitter it's back 1738 the then i'm out yeah i know but um like they posted something like twitter back in the day but like if you're getting five likes that's actually a lot and somebody and but if you think about it five likes on all of your posts that's not that different than like a hundred thousand likes because you have five people paying attention to you but a hundred thousand likes compared to 375 million people in the country like whether it's five or it's 500,000, like either way, it's not that big a numbers when you yeah. look at the scope. So all you really need is like less than a percent of the country to like you and give you a dollar and you're like a millionaire. Yeah. I mean, like I, I would love to like the level of fame that like Kyle Kinane has is the dream for me. Where like the people that like you, I feel like are diehard fans. Most people don't know who you are so you can get a cup of coffee. And you don't have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like those like Jerry Seinfeld, Dave Chappelle, that's like too much fame. Yeah, it'd be, be super to... cool to like go somewhere and have like like a waiter know who you are. And yeah. then like but you not know every I mean? restaurant, like yeah, just like yeah, yeah. once in a while. Like the tavern of stuff. Like I want them yeah. to know who I am and get my meal comped, and then I can be like, Hey guys, go there. And like their sales increase because I was there. Like that's the level yeah. of fame that I want. Is like the I want to be fame... able to help i want is to walk into a great clips and have them say oh you're you again this podcast is sponsored by great clips great clips the clips are great the haircuts are okay great clips it's worth every dollar until it <laughs> isn't <laughs> great clips you will get the haircut that you paid for nothing more <laughs> Great clips. More women will notice you, but not in the way you want. Great clips. If you see a homeless person who needs a haircut, just send them here. <laughs> Great clips. We'll cut any hair on any living or dead person. Great clips. Do you have an interview that you don't want to get the job? Great clips. <laughs> Great clips. Your dad loves it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the best one <laughs> all right we'll, so we'll clip we'll clip all that we'll see if great clips uh <laughs> is, is interested dude i just can't you know it's gonna suck is they're gonna like great clips is gonna pull this up in their office meeting on monday and they're gonna be like god damn it mark we've been paying you to get the marketing in order and these two idiots did it in a weekend an hour podcast they got, they nailed it. They nailed their demographic. They nailed it 100% and improved it. And like, so we're paying you how much? And we could have gotten these knuckleheads. Like, we're so good at that just off the top of the dome. Imagine if we were trying to actually sell something. I can't. That's too much pressure. 
I, I feel like to... I would beef it. It would just be like great clips. It's like Wendy's for your hair. <laughs> <laughs> The Great Clips here is literally like almost attached to a Wendy's. So you're not, so it's not that far off. Great Clips. If you skip out on your appointment, we don't give a shit. (laughs) I wish they would do that like Great Clips now inside all Wendy's. Like have like one of those weird partnerships. Like a combination uh, Long John John Silver's Great Clips combination. That's... (laughs) They should do a Popeye's Great Clips. Like, you could just sit oh, there, eat a Popeye's chicken sandwich, and get a haircut at the same time. And then KFC is going to merge with Best Cuts <laughs> to stay relevant. I bet you they'd be sports clips. I bet you KFC would be more sports clips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody up here, because I was looking for a new spot to get a haircut. I that you said the sports clips thing real quick, and then I thought about it, and I was like, no, that's a good point. He's right. And then I laughed. And I was like, Why did I take that seriously? <laughs> <laughs> like KFC and Pizza Hut, like the color schemes with sports yeah. clips would merge. Yeah, it'd be perfect. It'd be great. Like in one of those gas stations where it's like KFC, Pizza Hut, Speedway, sports clips. I just want to say to any KFC sports clips or great clips out there, um, this is our intellectual property and you will pay us if you want to use these ideas. Oh yeah, we we've already got our copyright lawyers on this. Yeah. Like Don't we have a patent me. out for your products merging. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how good our lawyers are. <laughs> They're so good you won't even find them when you look for them. They're so good. It's like they don't. We got the we got the CIA of lawyers. <laughs> Is that a good thing? I I don't know. I mean, they probably. I don't know if it's a good thing or not. Um. Who do you got on the Super Bowl today? Chiefs, baby. Oh, really? I just made. I just bet money um, that the Buccaneers were going to win. I wanted to bet something weird. I wanted to bet like a pair of designer jeans. Or something. That's too much. I just. It was like twenty dollars. It's not oh, like okay. that much money. So like, I don't know how much designer jeans cost. Like over a hundred dollars. Oh, never mind. That's too much. What designer jeans? Like mm-hmm. Levi's are fifty dollars. I will bet one pair of Levi Strauss, baby. <laughs> Do you know what I? I want to. I want to talk about. Um, I made a very funny Matchbox Twenty joke on Twitter the other day, and nobody liked it because I just looked in my. I was gonna Google some. Uh, I don't have some... Twitter. Oh, you don't? No. Have you ever noticed that I've never liked anything you've done on Twitter? Here's the thing. Me and uh, Josh Lewis. Uh, we're friends for probably three or four years. Like we would like and retweet each other's tweets all the time, but didn't follow each other. And we didn't know it for like multiple years. So you <laughs> you could have like 500,000 followers and I would have no idea that you have a Twitter. Jesus. Um, but I was, uh, I had to Google, I was listening to Unwell by Matchbox 20. Good song. And I was like, yeah, great song. I think Matchbox 20 should be out. Uh, I said the tweet was something like, Matchbox 20 should be allowed to tour right now because you're not going to catch COVID there. Uh, the worst that'll happen is you'll become a little unwell. And oh, my I, God. <laughs> and, like, yeah, is it a bad joke? Sure. But is it a perfect joke? 
yes. Like that <laughs> that should crush the '90s demographic, but uh, apparently I'm not on that spot in Twitter. Oh my god, that's like a joke that like your mom's boyfriend would love. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, hey, I didn't want, I don't, I don't like kids, but your son's pretty cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, that would honestly be um, like anytime you meet any of his friends now, he's gonna be like, "Hey, tell him that Matchbox Twenty joke." Yeah, like, like that would after be... COVID's over. <laughs> My son's a comedian. <laughs> he told this Matchbox Twenty joke and like just completely butcher it, and they'll be like, "It's way yeah. better when he tells it." Let me tell you. So and like when they tell it, it's gonna start like. So you know the song on well because you're gonna need to know it. Okay. How good. much do you know about Matchbox Twenty? <laughs> I wish that's uh, what job interviews were like. A scale oh, of one dude. to ten, how many Matchbox Twenty songs do you know? That's honestly that's one of the things. Like I, I honestly think that I shouldn't be allowed to vote with how much Paramore that I listen to. Like, like, like I just like they should just ask you, be like, how many Paramore songs have you listened to today? And it's like the same songs or different songs multiple times. How like what are we gonna say? And right with that question and that answer to that question, but they should Paramore, be like, yeah, you're not qualified. They're from the states, right? And if Paramore? you don't know what the states are, that's a colloquialism for America. But <laughs> yeah, they're like the Arctic. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be United so good. I didn't mean to be so brash on our podcast when talking about our country. Wow, this is embarrassing. Um, but you know what I'm talking about, right? The states. That's <laughs> why thirteen like people listen to this, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm making them dumber. And <laughs> that's what we're wait. here for. Well, you're, you're we're laughing now, but I think the states is going to catch on. I think people are really going to start using <laughs> that. Everyone across the pond will yeah. uh, will love calling the states. Like some some Harrison's gonna be hanging out with his mom, and he's gonna be like, "Hey, mom, you know, things are looking up for the states." And she's gonna be like, "What the what the fuck did you just say? What did you?" Hey, call shout it? out to Harrison and his mom. Um, Both of them. Hey, you're welcome for me making you famous to uh, to one person. You talking to me? Yeah, you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, man. Did you give him? Did you? <laughs> you should have come like, because you said he was excited to see you, and I love Harrison Poole. Uh, we were always we're, excited. He's just the nicest person. He's the nicest person. But what you should have done is just like given him an autograph that he didn't ask for, <laughs> and <laughs> and it's just your name. <laughs> it's not even my autograph. <laughs> I just signed your. He was wearing your hoodie, and I just signed your name on his hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> that was like um when i was i mean i still have some in my trunk but like those like cross shirts that i was selling a while ago and like bill stone was like i was like i was for whatever reason he's like i want two of them and i was like why do you want two and he's like well i want you to sign the other one and i was like oh that's smart and so like i know it was like it was very weird <laughs> I, I don't know if i've ever i think i've signed one thing ever Ever and it was. I signed very... a. I signed a person in November. I hope they got it tattooed. I don't know because it was when I was opening for Zoltan, 
and it was the Thursday night show. And this kid said it was his like 22nd birthday and it was his first comedy show ever. Was he sober? And uh no, he was not sober. Oh, okay. Um but like we were like like it was just like a weekend where everybody crushed yeah. every show except for like the Friday late show because there were seven people there. But like and this kid came up to Zoltan and was like talking to him and he was like, Hey, do you wanna like sign my arm? So Zoltan signed this kid's arm. And then he like came up to me because I was like hanging out with Zoltan and we were just like talking or whatever. It was our first night and everything. And uh, the kid comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, like uh, you you disappeared before I could have you sign me. And I was like, I, all right, I guess. Like I was just hey, the man. host. But like you disappeared before you could sign me. Yeah. People that don't know so that you're there for like twenty five dollars. Like they paid more money than you're making to, to yeah. see you do that. So, <laughs> so it's you want an autograph. Fun. <laughs> yeah, from me? Like, are you sure? Give me more money. <laughs> <laughs> Autographs are 50 bucks, kid. Did you ever do that when, um, I don't know how big of, like, a college sports fan you are, but, like, um, uh, when like when I was growing up, like, Ohio State was, like, it was, like, the A.J. Hawk years where, like, they were, like, yeah, incredible. Yeah. And he was at, like, the mall closest to us just on a day that we were there. And like it was like fifty dollars to get a signature or something like that. And my mom was like, "Yeah, we're not paying fifty dollars for this." And I was like, "Yeah, like I'm not like that's the biggest racket is like you yeah. like buy a jersey for like a hundred dollars and then you have to pay fifty dollars for like the autograph. That's insane." Because like I have like a weird actually amount of autographs in my apartment, but they were all free. Like I didn't have to pay any extra dollars for autographs. You know I what I mean? Know. I think I have um, I have a Boss Rutan signed poster that I bought for like charity. I'm trying to think of anything else that I have autographed. Well, because I have the I have the Queens of the oh I have the Queens of the Stone Age Bob Evans hat. One of a kind. Personal, personal yeah. favorite. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a Mike Birbiglia poster that like I won in a giveaway he had for free. Oh, I have a Sinbad signed picture that Josh. That's got. amazing. I know. And I need I, to find yeah. it. Oh. And I saw Mulaney and he, they were selling records. And when I like went up to the merch table, I was like, should I get a t-shirt or a record? He's like, Hey, between you and me, he just signed the top like 15 records. And I was like, record. And it wasn't like any additional money for this, like autographed one. So I was like, Sweet. I bought that Sam talent book, um, running the light. And they were, uh, if you buy them like from his website, um, they were autographed. So I, cool. I guess I have yeah. that, which is like fine. Like, yeah. have you read that book? No. Do you read often? Yeah. Okay. I I, I don't. I know it's like a weird... on the last podcast we did like an entire where we talked about books. I don't know. I don't. But like, it's... <laughs> we literally. But it's weird when you like have to ask another adult because a lot of people don't like read. So well, I like pictures better, but whatever. My picture is worth a thousand words. So if I'm reading pictures all day, holy shit. Wow. Yeah. And movies are just quick Movie pictures. Pictures. Yeah. So. Do I read a lot? <laughs> Netflix <laughs> is my favorite book. Um, but like, it's, I don't, have you read that book yet? Like it was like wildly popular for like comedians to get it. It's like, it's a hard read. Like I get it and I don't dislike it. It's a hard um, read. I don't, if I can't like get into a book, it's just, it's a waste of money. And that's, I don't want to say it was a waste of money and I don't want to say it's a bad book. It's just like, it feels like have you read Bukowski like mm -hmm. lately? Okay, so not it's, lately. It, now, 
but I mean, it's see, it like it almost feels like a Bukowski book, but like that instead of like working for the post office, he's like a stand-up comedian. So you're like, oh. you're like, yeah, I get it. Like, fine. Books. But I'm not like deep enough into it where like I'm finding like the redemption side of it or like whatever the point is. And I'm afraid that it's going to be like a Bukowski book where there's like no point to it. So it's just like, do I want to like continue reading that? Or like I bought another book and I was like, I think I'm just going to read this other book and maybe I'll come back around to it at some point. I mean, I've read a couple comedy books. What's the one that like everybody reads for improv? Well, it's not it's. It's a fiction book about like the guy is a comedian in the yeah book. no so I not, get that okay yeah um I don't know I've never read any comedy books yeah they're not helpful I've not found them to be helpful I mean the the one I'm talking about it's called like truth and comedy <laughs> okay and it's basically like I like the overall message of it because like the message of the book is like you want to when you go on stage you want to be like the realist version of yourself and you just want to be like tuned in and you know what I mean. Like you just want to be honest, but like yeah, it's almost like comedy classes where like you can learn like if you have a certain amount of people who aren't shitheads, like you will learn everything in a comedy class within a couple weeks of doing comedy, and it's like just sit and ask questions or like hang around open mics and you'll figure it out. Like I get why you take them for like sketch and improv because there's like a art form to it but for like stand-up i've never seen anyone that can teach you how to write jokes better you mean with yeah like it's and i mean i get like i like writing um workshops those are fine like i never really got much out of it because like i used to do workshop jokes mm-hmm. with jensen um did you i don't know if you knew jensen struck but like i would like yeah i went to, i think I, I did her show in toledo once okay um yeah, the pizza place yes uh yeah. so like she she went to Kent and like started comedy around the same time I did. So oh, like, okay. oh she's oh I didn't know she was like here. I just knew her from being in Toledo. Yeah, she's from Toledo, but like she uh, started comedy in Kent. I think she started a little bit earlier than I did, but like um, it was like around the same time. So like we would go to like bars and write jokes and like workshop and stuff. But like half the time it was like either because I'm very like, hey, what do you think of this premise? Do you think this is a good idea? And then I'll like try to write on it because I don't want you to write my joke for me. Yeah. And she would be very like, what do you think about this? What do you, and which is like, there's two different ways to do it. Like collaborating, there's nothing wrong with it. She would still write it and be like, what do you think about using this word instead of that yeah. word? So like, it would be like, all right, we're basically writing jokes for her right now. And then like when it was time for me to like ask a question, there'd always be like some random dude that would like come up and bug us because like I'm writing jokes with like a girl that knows everybody. So you're just like, all right, man, like I could have just sat at home for an hour and a half and got as much writing done. Or like, just like if we wanted to go hang out at a bar, like I could have just done that instead of like yeah. brought all my shit with me. I mean, I, I see like... like workshops are good. Like, cause you can bounce it off of each other and someone can punch it up. But like, that's also... Like what hanging out at Mike's does too, yeah. you know? When you have like, I like writer's rooms for like sketches. Like if you have a group of good people that you think are all funny, I think it's great when you're trying to like do a sketch. But like, I feel like I've never had great luck when it comes to like having, writing my jokes with people. I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't like, I don't like using other people's jokes in my set. It's like a pride thing for me. Yeah, it's very weird. Like the, uh, the um, punchline to my like, Mr. Christ, if you're nasty joke, like I didn't have that part and like I couldn't finish it off and Ben DeGraw who came up last time he texted me um like we were outside of a show 
Um, this one I was smoking cigarettes too. So I was like outside smoking with him. And he was like, Hey, have you ever tried to tie like the Miss Janet, like the Miss Jackson, if you're nasty into like the Jesus thing? And I was like, Oh, there's gotta be something there. Yeah. Like, and it's just sometimes like that happens, but that just happens. Like yeah. you don't, you tell it so often or like, same, like, Hey, when you're up there, just move the mic stand out of the way. Like that's what these comedy classes teach you is like, just move the mic stand out of the way and like, don't run the light. It's like, all right, you learn that. Or like, when you do crowd work at like when you're middling and you just like, you just learn that by doing yeah, like sure. Know. Somebody could have told you that when you like started, but like it also doesn't happen that often. And most of the time, nobody cares at 99% of shows, but then you like do it at the one and you're like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Why you shouldn't do that. But yeah. yeah the only thing that was like a bummer about that, honestly, was that, so I did the, I did crowd work at a show where I had like 10 minutes. I did like four minutes of crowd work, six minutes of jokes. And then afterwards they were like, you don't have 10 minutes of jokes. So that's why you had to do crowd work. I was like, I have like 20, 25 minutes of jokes. I just didn't know that crowd work was a no fly zone. You know what I mean? I was like, I could have done all jokes. I just wanted to do crowd work because it's fun. And the crowd was like one of those crowds where you look at them and you're like, they're going to be fun to do crowd work. But that's also like why the headliners should be able to get it because like you don't want them to go out there and try to do the same thing that yeah. you just did. And it's like the, the people are going to see the headline. I don't know. And, and I like it. Like it's good to like ha- be good at crowd work and like to do crowd work and like be able to do it. Like if something were to come up, like if something obvious like that you have to address in the room happens, like nobody's going to get on you for doing that. Like it, it well, happens all the time. Like there was a table and uh, like the uh, tank was host and they asked if they were dating and they were like, it was like a guy and a girl and uh, they were just like, no, we're neighbors. And then they just, that's how they left it. And I was like, that's so weird. Like somebody has to ask them what's going on there. Yeah. I want to know why, especially when I don't, when I'm hosting, if it's like obvious, like that somebody's like gonna try to be part of the show, like you'll be like, all right, like, I'll, I'll give them like the, I will even say it half the time when I'm hosting too. I'll be like, like, I'll point it out. I'll be like, obviously you want attention. Like what, yeah. like, like what's your deal, man? And they'll be like, well, it's da, 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 da. And then I'll be like, all right, sick. And then like, they might pop off again. I'll be like, all right, man, like, I'll give you your attention. But if you do this for anybody else on the show, like it's going to be an issue. Like I, yeah. and that kind of like quells it a little bit. And I think that's almost why a lot of people don't like it when you do it. Because if you like, if you're like, Hey man, what's your deal? Like if well, you go to like the crowd work and then. Uh, like I talked to like Cody Cooper about it and he was saying like, yeah, like the logic behind it is Cause then you kind of like open the door for people to think that it's interactive. And if the headliner doesn't want to do crowd work, you just kind of hosed them. Exactly. Like, oh, that's a really, like I would have never thought of that. Well, and especially, and that's what I'm saying, like, if it's, like, if it comes, like, obviously you have to deal with it. You can't be like, all right, yeah. bud, like, and because the, then you're just, like, it's not the 80s where you're, like, you have to assert your dominance, but it's, like, you're, like, so set in your, like, scripted thing that you're not, like, you're not going to handle what's just happened in the room. But, like, you can't be, like, oh, that's a funny hat guy. Like, <laughs> let's go I literally ahead. did that last weekend. Is that why you're fucking <laughs> bringing that up? <laughs> Oh no! Is that the the Paramore thing at uh, yeah, Hilarious? Yeah. Okay. I no, I, did, I didn't even I think of a that. Funny hat guy. <laughs> but that's at a crowd work show. Like yeah. that's so. I mean, that's what it's made for. And it wasn't. Funny hat. 
Yeah, it was an all right hat. It's a hat that most people see. It's a slop hat, dude. That's my people. That's, That's my the... people. It was like my grandpa's only hat for like his entire life, I think. It was one of those like Russian hats. Well, you should have got on him for cultural appropriation. It's not what I was going to do at all. Why? Like that's know. that's that's what you open the door to. Like that's a great joke. Like, hey man, I want the world to be more Slavic. I don't oh. want to. I don't want to take you that want... away from people. I want to sneak some Slav into their lives. Okay. Or it's all over. We're, we're all eating pierogies. We're eating like weird sausage things. I do like pierogies. I'm kind of bummed that pierogies aren't a thing everywhere. Yeah, are they not a thing in Wisconsin? You, I mean, do they have like them. Mrs. T, Miss T's or whatever? I'm sure you can find them. Um, but like, I, it's one. It's not something that I would eat all the time. I just like no. It's like having like saying that I. Well, it's like knowing that Harrison will kill somebody for me. I don't want him to. It's just nice knowing that he's there. You know what I mean? With a knife so, waiting. Yeah, like he's ready. So if I'm ever Eyes like, open, hey, doesn't blink. Go. Right. But like just the same thing with pierogies. Like I like to know that they're like on deck wherever I want. Like I can be uh, like, hey, there's going to be a food truck on every corner that sells like their special pierogi. Like I don't know why. You, kind you, of use, you use the phrase like on deck whenever I want. And just like something about like a pierogi cruise liner sounds amazing to me. Like an entire. But aren't pierogies more like polish instead of slavic yeah, yeah they're, they're polish not really slavic so you were trying to again take somebody like, just like <laughs> melting right. pot that's america dude it's a melting pot that's a phrase people <laughs> like, have really stopped using recently <laughs> like yeah people are very separated um yeah. all right well we're we're rolling in on the uh, hour mark here and uh it is super bowl sunday um no so what was the rule that we had? Times a square circle and tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's a hair salon. <laughs> I need to get into. Oh my God. So need, next time you're in there, you need to be like, hey, I shouted out uh, your your business. Can I can I get this? Next time I'm in there, I'm going to wear aviators and a leather jacket and just be like, I own this place. This is my Wait, isn't So isn't times a square circle already one of our things? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if we can. can... Can we append a rule? Hold on a second. Yep, time is a square circle or a circular square. Can't just like you can't just add, <laughs> add to that. This is it's called an amendment. That's America, baby. Oh, I guess we could possibly do that. Um, tomorrow's a haircut. We'll just put tomorrow's a haircut. Yeah. And this episode once again was brought to you by Great Clips. You know what I've never understood is why haircut is uh, is one word. I don't know. Maybe the space is too expensive. Might be onto something there. Might be onto something. But high I mean, school... I understand that a haircut is a now. The biggest so, like, thing. Why haircut... is haircut one word and high school is two words? Yeah, I don't get that either. Right? Weird. English. English is the worst language. That's um... uh, the rule. It's a weird language. Yeah. Um, tomorrow's like, a haircut. Growing up, I could never spell through like the THR version of it. Not like, Do you know what I've like had baseball. a problem with lately for no reason? And I don't know why I've had to use this word so much, but taught versus taught. Like I taught somebody something versus this rope like tight, is taught. Like a tiger. Yeah. Yeah. I did, I've never had an issue with that. 
it, like ever in my entire life. And I've had to Google the difference between taught and taught probably 20 times. The word that's here. killing me lately is like the word embarrassing. I keep forgetting how many R's and S's there are. Mm. It's like it's significantly more letters than you'd think. And thank God for spell check. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Like they should have like some sort of like beat, like how you remember how to spell Mississippi yeah. for embarrassment. Because guess how many times I've spelled Mississippi in my entire life? Four, maybe. And I'm always talking about about Brett Favre when I'm doing it. So like Brett Favre from Mississippi was showing his penis to nice women. Uh, like that's probably the only time I've ever said that. And then, but embarrassment, like Brett Favre from Mississippi uh, showing his penis to a nice woman is an embarrassment to football. Like, it, but uh, half of those words I know how to spell correctly. Damn, dude. Oh, man, I was going to say one more thing, and I've lost it. It's gone. My memory. Yeah, man, I'm sorry. I was talking too much. Sorry, John Brown, for me talking too much. That was a very weird – were you there when he said that to me? Who, the Browns? No, John Brown. When he was like – he goes, yeah, I like your guys' podcast. I liked Classy Dinner as well, but you talk too much. I like your balance with Joe better. I wasn't there for that. I probably was, was there for that, but you were like, when you were hosting, you were like in the zone. Yeah, I was very edgy that night. Yeah. I don't know what the deal was. Um, no, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, like he was, you were, it was at the funny stop. So yeah. you were there, but he was like, yeah, I liked Classy Dinner, but I like this one better because I think Classy Dinner, you talk too much. And I was like, well, John, uh, I was with somebody who didn't want to be here. Uh, so this one, Joe actually enjoys doing it and he's, funny as well so like it's easier for him to fill time so when i get like an idea i want to talk about i get too excited and then i just start like interrupting that's the thing i've tried to be better at like this whole time i'll get too excited about yeah well that's like the zoom thing is a little bit harder like but especially when we were in person like you could like we can like pop a little bit easier Yeah. yeah um i might be back well i'm definitely coming back in may for like the akron thing cool um so we can do one then, um, but I might be back in Ohio or in April. What Akron we'll thing? The uh, Rubber City Comedy Festival thing that oh, um, I get in. They, so. I got in because you know I was like, hey, if there's going to be a, a comedy festival uh, in Akron, and I'm in the top two people to come out of Akron anytime recently, um, <laughs> I should probably be in it. Should probably but, be headlining it. It's it is what it is. I'm I'm just writing dumb bullshit jokes and Same. I'm gonna tell them and I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna go <laughs> like like when I went and hosted like the funny stop thing, like I told a three minute joke and it's like all right, like this three minute joke is better than any of the other jokes you heard tonight. I don't need to prove it. I already know it's good. Like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna tell my joke and whoever's gonna laugh is gonna laugh. And I'm okay with that. Well, I'm just like I freaking hate festivals because there was like a period where i applied to like four of them in a row and i got rejected from all of them and i was like i just burned like 120 dollars for nothing yeah i you did that. i and it was like one of those weird things where like i you know how many pizzas that is yeah that's a lot of pizzas that's like Shit ton. yeah that's a good amount of pizzas but like also for like the us. cleveland comedy festival where it's like oh i'm gonna spend 20 dollars to submit like i'll spend 20 dollars to submit to the cleveland comedy festival one because i like those guys two because it's a good festival and yeah. three it's only 20 dollars. like whatever and i'll end up like hosting it anyways like so i'll make my 20 dollars back yeah. um and it's I think like it was one of the ones i also didn't get into last year <laughs> i've never gotten into it like and yeah. it was just almost 
it was what it is. So it's like, fine, I'm not that worried about it. But it's also like, and that's one of the things that I've learned since I moved here is like when other comedians, like you don't want like gatekeepers where like, or a club where you're like, oh, I have to like play the club game and like submit it to people. But it's the same thing with like when the comedians run the show, they'll like give yeah, it to so their, annoying. they'll give it to their yeah. butts. And it's like, I don't want to ha- like, yeah, cool. It'd be nice to have more comedian friends, but I'm also not going to like sit here and be like, hey, you're so great. Now let me into your festival that like the headliner is going to be at and talk to four people and not talk to everybody else. Like whatever. Like I can Facebook mid-level comedians all day. I don't need to go to, I don't need to go to Alaska to do that. Brag about it, dude. Jesus Christ. You're just bragging all day. <laughs> I know this was going to be the episode where you just came on and proved that you're better than everyone. And... Yeah. Proved I'm better at like, I do the same exact things you do. I just hate it. Somehow when... better at it. <laughs> People come up to me and they'll say, what's it like doing a podcast with Ray? And I just say, he's so braggadocious. That That's a good word. Yeah. I just you only get that, that word, word from reading. So I, I should have just known that you read by the use of vocabulary that you have. I uh, I don't know. Do you listen to like Gary Goleman? Um, no. He's like one of those comics that like after seeing him do comedy, it made me like want to use more like a more diverse word set. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very, he's like very smart. Yeah, he's smarter than I'll ever be, but like him and then like, he uses like a very intelligent, diverse word set. And then people like Kyle Kinane are just so creative with how they put words together. I just like, both those guys like change the way I look at comedy. It's great. That's how I like, I think it's, it's very fun. And it's always like, this is why I don't write like physically write stuff like i'll write in my phone or something because like there's so many things that like that look good uh, in writing like like the wordplay of it is so good in writing and then when you say it out loud you're like so i love it is what it is i love writing by hand but like i kept losing like i would keep these little notepads in my pocket and i kept losing them and i had to buy a new cell phone last week and so like when you get a new phone they transfer all your files over and I was like worried about the audio clips because I wanted my recorded sets. And so we checked them after I got the phone. Audio clips were there. I was like, sweet. We deleted the hist- like my old phone. We deleted the memory off it, took my new phone home. Get in bed that night and I think of a joke and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna type this on my phone. So I have it for tomorrow, roll over, pull my new phone out and all my notes are gone. So um, I lost like months of just like notes and like keep punches notes. for sets. Keep notes. Huh? Keep notes is what I got. Cause that same thing happened to me. I used to put them in my like, my phone notes yeah. and then i did the same thing i lost all my recordings um because I, I just those, use like the so phone recording yeah. well i'm gonna i have to do it because i'll eventually get one but i have to do that so like i lost all my recordings but i also lost all of my notes and Jeez. so i got keep notes because it automatically backs it up to um google like well, the, to the new, google drive the new samsung like the notes back up so now it's backed up oh well that's good. the old ones are which I mean, I can probably lose ninety nine percent of my notes, Same. but it's it's also like I'll go through every once in a while, and I'll be like, oh, this might actually fit in something that I've been writing. Like I had this old joke, like it's the it's the dumbest joke, yeah. and I but I still love it. And it was like when Bitcoin first started getting popular. So like now that it's coming back around, I get to like say like the joke Dogecoin, is, bro. but I made thirty dollars off of Dogecoin last night, um, and then I sold it all. Um, <laughs> 
because fuck the line but like the joke is like i don't completely trust bitcoin because i can't throw bitcoin at strippers like am i supposed to make it rain from the cloud now and like i think it is the funniest joke it is so it is so dumb i actually do i I was like where is he going with this and then i do like that the end of it yeah and like i said it on wednesday and you just heard like some guy who like I don't know if they like me or they don't like me. It's like some Milwaukee guy that I'm not like tight with. And he just goes, that son of a bitch. Like, that's, like, I just... <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, like that's as good as a laugh for me. I think you're going to say he groan. I like hate it when people freaking groan. I but think it's, like, it's a funny. Decent... If yeah. it's like a decent joke and you get a groan, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And like, it's obviously like a pun or something. Yeah. Like, it's not like a good joke, but it's just like, God damn it. Like, and I just, I love that so much. But, all right, I need to, I forgot to get the crock pot down for our buffalo oh, chicken good. dip that we're having. Just, so do we, have to, do we have to tag it, you know, great clips? Oh, great clips. Um, the uh, great clips, the overnight oats of haircuts. The Kia Soul of haircuts. <laughs> great clips, the Johnny Manziel of haircuts. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's that's it. All right, we're going to. If you liked anything that you heard on this podcast, or you want to become a stranger yourself, make sure you go to patreon.com backslash w-i-r-r to hear out all the things that you have been missing on this episode uh the things that we cut out the good stuff that we uh saved for our strangers and you can also sign up to see the video podcast so you can see us uh live and in person ad free with no edits at all patreon.com backslash w-i-r-r